0: Welcome, we have Chris Lee and John Dawson. Welcome. Thank um, you. Thank yeah, you f- first off, uh, um, I'll, I'll ask you to introduce yourself. Who wants to go first, Chris? John? I'll go
1: first. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Chris Lee. I'm the Head of Marketing Effectiveness for GVC. Uh, yeah. GVC is one of the world's largest sports betting and gaming companies.
2: Okay. And I'm John Dawson. I'm the Managing Director of ScanMark QED. So we're based over here in Utrecht. And I've been working with Chris at GVC for the past five years to help them build their team and build their capability.
0: Yeah. And Chris, uh, you did a talk this morning, um, a workshop or a talk? A workshop? A workshop. <laughs> a workshop, upping the ante how one of the world's largest gaming companies improve the odds of marketing success. So tell me, what was
1: it about? So, as, a, as an organization, we spend about half a billion euros every year marketing our uh, different brands Yeah, uh, in the UK, across Europe, uh, uh, South America in terms of uh, Brazil, Australia. And, you know, that's a, that's a lot of money to invest. And so, as an organization, what we want to first and foremost understand is what is that delivery in terms of value? to us as a, an organization in terms of money, bottom-line revenue, but also, you know, can we spend that more effectively? Uh, yeah. Are we are we oversaturating in certain channels? So do we do too much TV advertising rel- relative to uh, too much display, online display advertising?
0: Yeah, and uh, um, well, to me it comes to mind the famous quote, I think it was at least attributed to Coca-Cola uh, that most of your marketing uh, money spent
1: in on the wrong channel, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> lots
2: of people have had that attributed <laughs> to <Ben, laughs> them. John Wanamaker, no. I believe. John
1: Wanamaker is yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. John Wanamaker. Half of my uh, marketing dollars, I believe, he said, was wasted. He just yeah. didn't know which half. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's do, do you know? Yeah, we do actually. <laughs> it's actually not as simple as that. So, yeah. um, but it's less than half. It's less than half. <laughs> I think. Uh, just to be clear, <laughs> you, you hope, it, or at, you at least know. now. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think my CFO would. Uh, have a bit of a a fit if you knew that 250 million euros were being wasted. Yeah. Uh, So it's not a case of really that that it's wasted, it's just inefficiently targeted. So it's making sure that you're you're not, uh, you're targeting your funds so that it's in areas where you're gonna get the better return versus something else. So, I mean, if you've seen a TV commercial five times, do you need to see it six, seven, eight times? Probably not, you've already got the message. Uh, and therefore, you know, reinforcement of the brand through other channels, um, whether that's, you know, if you're uh, on a website and you see a banner um, or you're driving your car, you see a billboard or you're listening to the radio, then maybe that's more effectively spending those channels rather than uh, a half time when Ajax are 5-0 up. I don't yep. know, so.
0: So the workshop was mainly about sharing your experience.
1: Yeah, sharing the experience about how we've done that. So uh, we started off with nothing. Um,
3: Uh, How long ago was that?
1: So we started in 2016. So we're into our fifth year now. So we didn't, uh, we we had an effectiveness capability, but it wasn't best in class Uh, and it had its deficiencies. So uh, we, re- we, we started a program of work. We focused it on the on three UK brands, our main three UK brands, which is Labrix, Coral and Gala And um, We've subsequently uh, consolidated that program of work, automated it, make sure that we're getting to the answer quicker. Uh, and then we were acquired by GVC in uh, uh, 20, 2018. And now we've expanded it to the full portfolio. Uh, so it's, uh, it's an ongoing pr- uh, program of work. It's not something that will stop. Uh, but it's embedded. It's in the organization. You know, We are regularly chatting to different stakeholders, not just marketing, but finance, operations, uh, our partners, our media agency, our suppliers like uh, Scanmark QED. Um, to to keep it to keep it moving forward and and um uh, evolving um that's the thing it's once you've got the answer you want something different and something new and so it's what is that evolution um and that's where scam acuity have, have come in come to the fore so
2: i think one thing to add to that chris is you talk about marketing effectiveness but the the scope of the analysis you do covers promotions, covers other business drivers, events. It's a much broader business driver analysis, I guess, that you actually perform. So although the optimization is very much on the marketing side and increasing the values on the marketing side, you help the business understand a hell of a lot more than, than the advertising impacts. You help them understand different events, what's the likely impact of this event next year and these kind of promotional plans. So it, it goes deep and it goes very broad.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it it does. I think the, you know, we're all. Uh, well, I personally, I I I don't gamble. Uh, I work for a gambling company, and I don't gamble. Uh, but that's not that's not because I see. That's how you make money, right? Yeah, that's how we make money. Uh, no, I never have done. That. It's never been. A, it's it's not been something that's uh, that, that that appeals to me. But I'm a sports fanatic, so. You know, every, every other uh, summer, there's a football tournament, whether it's the Euros this year, World Cup in two years' time in, in Qatar. Uh, you know, those are big events. And so actually understanding, you know, what, what just natural demand that's going to deliver, uh, or whether it's the Champions League final. And again, that's really, there's, there's a, that's an important one. Uh, but that's the sports betting side. There's the, the whole casino, online casino. Whether that's slots, whether that's uh, poker, blackjack, uh, baccarat, uh, you know, you can play. You can now play live a live game of poker if you want to with a dealer. There's a croupier ah. there, yep. sat across on a table. Or they're not a virtual. They're not an avatar. It's an actual. Uh, it is an actual croupier, uh, and you can gamble. Uh, and people like that. You know, that's you know. Macau and uh, Las Vegas have been around for a long long time so yeah. uh, this is just an extension of entertainment and that's what it is yeah. People, yeah. People, people like to gamble so. I'm
0: almost fascinated so my I have a background in, in psychology okay and I also uh, I, I don't gamble uh, but we of course Vegas is a very popular spot for for conferences so uh, yearly we have a conference uh, over there I'm fascinated by how those buildings are set up to keep everyone in to keep everyone happy yeah. <laughs> to keep everyone gambling um, you say
1: you don't gamble but do you play the lottery no no oh, okay <laughs> you don't gamble so. no I'm the same
2: You just, but you're right it's, it's, it's so many experiments natural experiments happen yeah. In, yeah. and this industry in particular there's, there's just a, an enormous amount of data experimentation uh, done in the right way you know that can tell you an awful lot of things about people how they behave um you just got to be doing it in the right way.
0: Yeah. So, do you know what uh, what kind of companies joined you for the workshop this morning? What, what, what kind of
2: questions I didn't did they actually, have? Uh, it was too early. Everyone was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <running> <laughs> in. Yeah. Everyone needed more coffee. They, they did. They
2: were sort of coming in at the last minute. Uh, I know. I, I know we had uh, local companies. I think we had people from other parts of Europe as well in there. From uh, the people I spoke to. Yep. Both. Advertisers themselves, brand owners, and research agencies. So there's a, there's a really good mix here, actually. Yeah, of different companies.
0: Uh, and and then, but, but did you get kind of uh, certain questions uh, from the audience? What what kind of and
1: uh, suddenly Information we, we, ran out of, we ran out of time <laughs> so uh, i mean one question was how do you, you know how do you do this and
3: uh, yeah. where, where do you even start where with, do you start with, uh, it's all so voodoo. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah voodoo
3: oh, but it can uh, can seem overwhelming especially if you don't have anything like you had a few years ago like how do you start measuring anything at all and then actually using that to improve things
1: yeah i mean surprised you bought it it, is, it shouldn't be surprising because we are in a data age, but the data is there. Uh, some of it is hard to get or harder to get, uh, but most of it is, is now captured as standard. You, you, know, uh, you, don't, you don't realize that it probably is, but um, mm-hmm. virtually everything that we do as, as individuals is captured in some form. Uh, uh, well, in, in, in some sort of form, you know, we know... This is, um, you know, how many people are watching TV at any one point in time, how many people are doing it on a dual screen uh, versus how many people are online searching for the different brands. So all that inf- information's there. It's, it's being able to then capture all of that and bring it together and say, well, what relationships can I see? Uh, and if I can see those relationships, that helps me quantify. And if I can quantify I can therefore optimize. Um, How big is the team doing this? So the team is... What does it look like? uh, So there are... We're a mixture, actually. So we're a mixture of internal and external. So internally, we are seven at the moment. Uh, Externally, we've probably got about the same number of people. So uh, And those, those are from our partners. So what we're not scared of doing is actually using outside parties you could build this yourself but if you're going to build it yourself you're going to have to have a much larger workforce because people leave people become sick um, but you still have di- uh, deadlines to hit so uh, it's actually a better model to have a hybrid where you've got part of it in- internally because then you get to witness feel see see here what's happening with the organization mm-hmm. uh, and then meld that with the expertise and technical expertise that you get from a supplier like uh Scandmark ued Can I, I mean, I think just going back to the question about how do we
2: do this, actually at the right at the beginning, you talked about this in your talk today, you broke it down into four elements. You know, you talked about what are the business processes we need to influence, not just what are the current processes, but what could the processes be if we had more insights, what data you actually had available and you did an awful lot of work around data pipelines and the practical stuff. Uh, we supplied the tools and we, and we helped with all of these elements of Scanmar, but specifically we supplied some tools that really help you get the insights out of the data quickly. And then the, the training, I think you trained people internally how to do things. You also trained people internally how to interpret and how to take actions from the insights that you, you were able to provide. So when they could be confident about things, and actually when there was some uncertainty, I think you were pretty open with saying, you, know, you have to understand. And of course, this is one industry that understands risk, right? Uh, explicitly understands risk. So yep. I think you have a, a great opportunity there. So yeah, it's process, data, tools, and people. That, and those are the four things that we set yep. up as a program and have developed and evolved over time.
0: Yeah, I'm interested. So um, uh, we both both work in, in digital marketing. Um, um, I personally work in, in optimization, uh, running experiments, running A/B tests. And what I see at a lot of companies, uh, and, and you name me those four elements, we see a, a very um, well, I would say, a disbalance in investments. A lot of a lot goes into tools. It's apparently very easy to buy tools, uh, but it's really hard, t- or apparently it doesn't happen, uh, to invest in people and the knowledge build-up. Uh, how is that at your company?
2: Well, can I say something? Yeah, as yeah, a, of course. As, a, as a tools provider, right? We make tools. Yeah. Those tools don't land if the people can't use them. Exactly. So, you know, it's actually on us to provide the resources, to provide the learning. We, we provide you know, online e-learning certification, but... Air miles aside, you know, there's no substitute for being in the same room and actually taking people through this. And, and it's a learning process. So I think from from our side, we absolutely recognize that. I think what we had was a client who was prepared to uh, and, and acknowledged and understood that this was really important. And it does take time. Yep. but they, I mean, one, one thing this industry has is, and if you look at financial services and telcos, you get the same thing. You've got data literate people and you had a lot of data literate people. What was maybe lacking was how do we communicate some of this stuff? How do we take the most advantage of it?
1: Yeah, it is. I think uh, if you think back to your school days, you know, you ask anybody, you know, what was the worst subject that you studied and everyone would go maths. Everyone hated (laughs) maths. It was like the lesson that everyone wanted to try and avoid other than the geeks as it were so um so what we'll, i mean a good a good practitioner will try and actually um dismiss some of the myths around it because it is complex you know some of the mathematics is complex but you don't need to know that as a marketer no. you don't need to know that i've used uh, a nonlinear transformation on a certain variable um, you know what you're interested in is that for every euro that I've invested that you get and then I'm getting a euro 20 back in yeah. terms of investment well, you, so. you
0: need to be able to interpret what the tool whatever
2: the tools uh, yeah, t- t- yeah uh, but that's also you know the tools themselves need to demystify things a bit there's there's um, uh, know if you guys have it here we have uh, in the uk we have the magic circle right so magicians have to keep all these things secret how do you do the card tricks it all has yep. to be a big secret if you reveal the secret you get thrown out of the institution and there's a bit of that i think in the analytical community god if we tell these people how we really do it right you can't <laughs> really tell them what the methods are i think you should have a i think you actually have to have a a, a state of mind that says there's no black box here if you can't see inside if you can't trust it if you don't understand where it's coming from you're not going to use it so again it's we have to demystify uh we have to try and use plain language you know simple language yep. and people will pull it towards them if it's, if it's going to benefit them they're going to they'll pull it towards them and they'll get value from it um it's when they don't know what they're doing when they don't know sorry why they're doing something they're just pushing a button
1: it doesn't work no it doesn't
3: yeah, uh, my, my experience is actually uh, more, uh, more like you said, that it's not that people, that, that they can't understand, but most of them just don't really care. They just want to know, what did you learn and how do we apply it? Please to, tell me to, what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> black, exactly. Box,
2: black box marketing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Doesn't yeah. work.
3: Yeah. No, but, 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 but most people who are not uh, into the analytics, like maybe we are, tend to think that way. Like, all right, I just want to know what, <laughs> what I need to do next.
1: It's funny you should say that because the, uh, after I first presented to our CEO at the time, uh, after the meeting, he took me to one side and he goes, Chris, what should I do? Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he wasn't interested in the maths, he just was interested in, now, what do I do differently? Yeah. And uh, I said, well, these are the results, this is what he says. We've overspent in this area, so we need to pull back and there's an opportunity in this area. Um, and it was very simple, you know, and he didn't need, you know, he didn't need to know the, the complex math that we would used to actually get to the answer. And for him, that was fine. He could then uh, empower his CMO to then go and, go and actually yep.
2: execute. Yeah. Um, was that, was that the formation that? chart, Chris?
1: It was the formation yeah, it's chart. a very yeah, famous
2: yeah. chart we showed today. Is, <laughs> so, tell it's, them
1: that. It, uh, yeah. So it, it's, what we did was, uh, it's your typical pitch layout that your manager, your football manager would use with the little uh, circular discs. So you've got your goalkeeper, your defense, your midfield and uh, your attack. And so uh, we use that analogy because, again, he was a big sports person um, around, well, what are your, what are, who's your midfield? Who is your midfield? And the midfield for us is it's our TV advertising, it's our print advertising, our radio, all of that above the line communication. That's your, that's your powerhouse. That's your, the one that generates your demand and f- starts feeding all of the balls forward, either out to the wings where we have um, our partners in terms of our affiliates, or to your center forward, the center forward being branded PPC, branded search. So when you go into Google and type in uh, a brand, You know, you want that brand to be the number one brand that's up on the list, and so, but that's really not. That's just providing a purpose. It's your star striker. It's your Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi. You feed them the ball, and the ball is being fed by your TV, your midfield, and they'll stick it away every time. But you still need the your defence. You need your CRM activity you need your bonus your promotions the things that really defend your brand against attack as it were so I think that's
0: that's a good strategy just just figure out the the sports uh, an analogy that you should use or whatever sports the person you're talking to likes and then yeah <laughs> thankfully he was a, you know he, he was a
1: fo- he, you know he liked he liked his football so, exactly. um, you know were it something like water polo then then good heavens uh,
2: yeah. so. <laughs> we're in the communications game yeah. right you're in a communications game our audience wants to be communicated to efficiently and effectively and that yeah. was a brilliant example i yeah. thought of taking
1: something simple yeah Yeah. taking something complex and and presenting it in a very simple but easy to understand uh, fashion Uh, and that worked and really worked for him well so
3: and what what are the uh, most interesting or most noticeable things you've you've come across in the last few years things you might maybe you didn't expect or
1: (laughs) Um,
3: something you had to present in a football analogy (laughs) in a football analogy
1: i think uh well, there's no analogy to this, um, but what, it's, what it certainly has shown us is how much of our marketing is having an effect on our existing customer base. So the marketing yep. predominantly has been seen, was seen as an acquisition tool, yep. thing to get people into the brand through the door as it were, the virtual door, because we're, we're looking at this in terms of a, a digital digital brands. Uh, but actually quantifying that probably forty percent of our return is coming from our existing customers. Look and you know, you think, well, actually when you step back, you think, yeah, actually it stands to reason. You know, we are, you know, they they're they're gonna be influenced just as much as a new customer to to re engage with the brand. Uh so that's been a big I mean that's been that's been huge for us. Uh but also because some channels have more of an influence on our existing customer base. Um, and that's helped re, rebalance the view of what marketing does. Um, and which
3: channels might be specifically used well for sales? It's well, it's yeah, whatever? yeah.
1: It's your, I mean, your mass communication channels. So, uh, mass communication being TV and print. Um, I yeah. see that at
0: a lot of companies, that, that marketing is, is, get, is getting confused with sales. Uh, a lot of marketing teams have sales targets. Well, that doesn't necessarily... Yeah, might yeah, be yeah, I mean, that's what we did. Best. I
1: mean, our, our, even our marketeers had sales targets yeah. in terms of number of new newly acquired customers. So Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. focused on new customers, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, that's massively important. If you don't acquire customers in the long run, you'll have no customers. So, it still is It still is important. Uh, 60-40.
3: Square. But not well, the
1: sole mean. thing yeah. <laughs> to focus yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but then you know you will it, if you just focus on acquisition you'll focus on the channels which drive acquisition and ne- that doesn't necessarily mean that you'll drive your brand in the long run because what we want to be is we want to be here in 5 10 15 20 years you know everyone everyone wants to to maintain uh maintain a brand but also grow a brand uh and so it's it's been important for that so
2: yeah and you did you know, that long term view is something the guys very much consider. It's not just this short termism, because actually, on an acquisition only basis, you probably are short term, you're going to underinvest by understanding those broader contexts. The fear, of course, doing these exercises is always that it's been done for the accountants, it's how we cut the budget, it's how we put money to the bottom line. Very often, when you do these things, you realize that the value, we're undervaluing some of these activities, actually. Yes, there might be a case to to invest more, or maybe invest differently as well. The, even you know things that are surprising. Traditional channels still work. Yeah, um, it's not always popular. And the the interesting thing, you know, a lot of marketers make, make the mistake of thinking their customers are like them. There's a there's a really famous chart that shows you know if you go around media agencies and they say you know, where do people consume media, how do they consume it. Media, media people, media planners generally get this completely wrong. They underestimate what the real population does. So, um, the great thing about data is it—it's data is generally uh, an independent, unbiased source, and that's that's one of the reasons you look at the data. Yeah. If yeah. you
0: don't, if you don't have the data, my, my most popular department to go through for uh, for feedback is uh, customer service. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah that's true. That yeah. they usually have a pretty good idea about what the things that are going wrong, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or custom- at least what customer, customer,
3: customer. service knows what's going wrong, and sales usually knows what works. Yeah. So if you go yeah. to those two, then yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: indeed. <laughs> uh, thank you so much uh, uh, for coming here. Uh, any any else? Uh, any specific topics uh, at the conference today or tomorrow that you look forward to to learning more about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: I, I just uh, so, just strolling around stuff
2: on the sustainability is going on, but we've we, we've missed that one. Well, that I don't know. I s-
1: I've seen the VR machine, so oh, um, I haven't seen a VR machine yet. Yeah, it's just oh, down there. Okay. Um, that's your that's your
2: lunch break. Yeah, yeah. that's my lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, my would be <laughs> son in law has got a an Oculus for Christmas, so uh, that's something that's with Pretty that. cool, by the way. That's nice. We, yeah.
3: We heard uh, the. The speaker before you told us about uh, a talk that's coming up about the Van Gogh mu- Museum and okay. how they um, optimized it for uh, where people look. So they did research on where do people look, what kind of paintings, and how long, and they optimized the museum for that. So that that might be interesting. Uh, Very cool. That might be very cool. there's some some really good stuff on program. So looking forward to it. Yeah.
0: Uh, A a final question: Is is your presentation available online, or will it be available online? Yes, it will be. Perfect. Yeah, Uh, we we can link to that in the in the show notes. uh,
1: Okay. Cool. Christian John. Thank
0: you you so much, and uh, have a good day.